welcome to Business Talk, Sister Gok. I'm Becca, and today's podcast episode topic is how to set annual goals for your business. And in this episode, I really want to get into a little bit more about um, some recent goal planning I have been learning to do over the last couple of years, and it's been really, really helpful for me. So the first thing I think is really important to do, so this is tip number one to make sure you can set some really good goals for the coming year, is to evaluate your current situation. So the best way to do this is to make sure you have all of your accounting trued up to where you are in the year. If you haven't done your monthly reconciliations, go back, do that, document all your purchases. Um, A tidy accounting system is going to give you the fastest accurate data to plan your future like financially, as well as help you understand what you actually have the capacity to do um, in the coming year, or just give you like at least a base forecasting trend line of of where you're going. So the next thing I would recommend doing is sitting down and understanding what is your current net worth. So this includes any money um, that you have, like liquid, uh, any like any amount that you've paid off on your car, or what your or if it's totally paid off, what's the resale value of it. What's the um, portion of the house that you have that you've already paid down? What's in your retirement fund? Um, Anything basically of value that you think you could resell or have access to if you truly needed to. That kind of I would put in your... um, in your net worth. So big thing here is when you're looking at your like actual cash on hand, um, you can't include the money that you set aside to pay your taxes because it's not your money. (laughs) You're going to pay it in and you're not going to see it anyways. If you end up saving a bunch of money on taxes and you have that available, great, but that's not going to be counted until next year as part of your net worth. So I always try to put that out there. And um, if you own a part of a business and not all of the business and you're trying to figure out what your net worth is there it would basically be setting up like looking at what the business has as assets and then calculating out what like if you're a 50% owner then it would be 50% of those current worth of the assets or whatever and don't forget if you are doing any depreciation on assets that you do that or calculate it in before you are assessing the net worth. It's, I didn't realize like that was a thing or whatever until I just bought a building this year. And all of a sudden there's like a whole nother level of things that I have to think about for like depreciation schedules and all that kind of stuff. So that's a really maybe common sense to some of you, but it was new to me. So, <laughs> okay. So, um, and if you're really confused still, or you just started your business and you're not really sure where to start with, um, getting all of your stuff organized to know, like, this is how much I made. This is how much I have, um, spent on my business. Um, a really great accounting tool. I mean, you can use QuickBooks, whatever, but I really like wave. It's like waveapps.com because it's free. You only pay for like payment processing transaction fees. If you, um, like send an invoice and somebody pays you through that or something. But, um, yeah, I'm a big fan quite honestly. And not because they pay me to be or anything, but just because I really like free stuff. (laughs) And if I can cut down my operating costs, I definitely want to try. So anyways, uh, the next thing I would do is think through what you actually want to be doing next year as a business owner. So 
this is the how to write your goals part of, of the specifically your business. Okay. So do you want to be doing the same job over and over again? Or do you plan to hire people? Do you want to have a different target market or even downsize? A lot of times uh, people need to think about that because like you need to start asking yourself questions like, am I planning for a major life event? Am I going to have a baby? Am I going to have surgery coming up? How am I budgeting for that to make my income in this part of the year and have that recovery time or paternity leave, whatever that is? Um, so that kind of all is something you should be thinking through, like what is your next year going to look like? Um, and then decide what you will still need for your business in the year ahead. So like, do you need to purchase equipment, get a new car, etc.? You should start this process. Um, I usually recommend doing this in October, like thinking through these things and setting your business goals. And kind of the reason that I recommend that is because it really sets you up to get into a good rhythm for the start of January to actually hit your goals. And on top of that, this is the second reason that I think is really important to start thinking about this in October. Because if you decide, hey, I need to purchase some significant equipment or I got to get a new car, you should figure out where you're at for income and what you need to spend and all of that before the end of the year because once January 1st comes it's a new tax year and if you have any kind of profit that you've been saving for a significant purchase and it makes more sense to save money on taxes to do it in that year before the next coming year it's really important to just have it all in front of you look at it and be able to make those decisions with a three-month lead time especially like for buying a car or something you're really going to need time to think about what you want what vehicle class size is going to be what the depreciation schedule is going to look like what you can afford what's even available on the market like there's a lot of stuff that has to go into preparing that and you need to decide those things before you get to december 31st because once that hits you are are done and, and you have to pay in whatever you need to pay in for taxes. And if there's any kind of like advice for you in that at the end of your stuff, especially because I wanted to release this episode this December, it's really important for you to get with a financial planner or somebody like an accountant to be able to think through this stuff before you realize what tax bracket you're hitting. Because if there's anything that you could lower it to by just like, spending a little money or whatever, um, it could save you quite a few thousand dollars. And so um, I am not a tax accountant, but I do love taxes. So don't take my advice and sue me, but <laughs> that's my disclosure to you. Um, but I do love trying to learn those things and, and surrounding myself with people who get excited about that kind of stuff. So um, the next thing I would say you should ask yourself about your business as well as your home is what tax rebates and credits do I qualify for this year? And if you don't know, you should go to like the federal website and your state website and see what they have listed because they'll literally have them all right there. And you can read through each one to see, do I qualify for this? So a couple different things like I've seen recently on um, different levels of federal and state is did you install new windows in your building or in your home? Did you do anything for energy efficiency? Um, did you adopt a child? Did you buy an electric bike? 
Um, so all of those different things, like there's lots of, of credits or rebates and all of that. They're really good to look into. And one thing for the state of Minnesota this last year that I saw, it's not really a, a credit as much as it is a, a grant, but I was really excited about it. And this kind of has to do more with like commercial building space or whatever. But if you have an employee who has a disability that needs accommodations, such as like a handicap ramp being built or making your bathroom more ADA compliant, like all that kind of stuff. Um, there's actually within the state of Minnesota, like now some grant money set aside for that to make accommodations for your employees. And that's totally something you should think about budgeting for or whatever if it if it meets your needs and those of your employees. Because I'm just so excited about that. There's never been a program like that before that I've seen. And check with your local state, um, check on a federal level as well, because I do believe there's also an ADA compliant, um, like if you're rechanging your storefront or whatever to make it handicap accessible, there's some uh, credits that you can also apply for there. So those are all of the questions I would ask myself. Um, if you don't have a building, you're just like at your home, that's okay. But there's still things that your home could qualify for, like solar panels, that maybe your state doesn't say or federal level, yeah, your business qualifies for that. So really think about how you're making improvements to your um, to your your house or whatever else in the coming year. What, what does that look like for you and how can you leverage um, different things that are already available to, to bring that cost down or time down, whatever that is. Okay, so the next thing. I really think it's good to evaluate on a annual basis the question, should I be mentored next year? Because there's going to be seasons where you're like, I'm just too busy. There's no way I could commit to a relationship like that where I'm really listening and truly soaking in all I can for what it's worth. Um, and then there are other seasons where it's like, yes, I have the time. I need somebody to be there and help me and quite honestly um the way that i do gold planning now doing it in october is because i had a business mentor anita stevens um who was so great to me and if you've ever listened to my real estate podcast uh, simply stevens real estate is her business she was very clear with me like no you do all your goal planning in october like you have to do that and and i'm so grateful for that because i would have never realized how important that is to making sure that i can complete the majority of my goals so um ask yourself that question and then who should be a part of that process should i leverage a program already out there or seek out a friend that I admire to support me, or I wouldn't just say admire, like respect as well. <laughs> um, or And then additionally, ask yourself, do I need any specific training for my work or in order to diversify what I'm doing? Because that's something that you are going to have to allocate time for if you want to do that and do it well in the next year. So those are two really good questions to ask yourself and see if there's goals there that you want to put in place around those things. If you're looking for a business mentor and you're just like, man, I don't even know anybody. Well, what's really cool is actually the Small Business Administration in the United States has the SOAR program, which is spelled S-O-A-R. And um, that's part of like the small business supports where they'll actually match you with somebody in the United States who may be like similar in personality or industry or um, like maybe you're trying to find a specific support on like this 
expertise, whatever, they can match you with business mentors. And I haven't taken advantage of that program, but I have um, taken advantage of a few other ones. So another one that I don't, I didn't know even existed until this last year when you're talking about like specific training, um, I wanted to write a contract for like a purchase agreement for my building that I bought. And so another resource for specific training or just like support in general is the legal core. Um, really would recommend them because they're a like it's kind of like the Peace Corps, but specifically lawyers who do pro bono work for small businesses that are especially just starting out. And um, they can do stuff like that for you. They can draft you a contract or they can show you how to make sure that you have a good um, master services agreement or all that kind of stuff. So I would highly recommend that as a learning resource. Not really goal planning, but good tip anyways. Okay, so the next question I would recommend asking yourself is, do I want to start any new businesses or diversify further? And what does that look like? And I think it's okay to sit down and brainstorm like everything you've ever dreamed of. Like that's okay. Um, I do that. (laughs) Uh, Sometimes I do. Sometimes I'm like, that's really not practical. I'm not doing that one this year for sure Um, or whatever. But um, then kind of going through those and narrowing them down to like what's actually like potentially doable. And then from there, for me, I actually have two or three people in my life that I actually have, if I'm going to say that I want to put this on as a goal for the next year, I actually have to give a a presentation, like either a spreadsheet or a PowerPoint on how much it's going to cost, what, how long it will take to cash flow, and what my plan is in terms of funding sources, all that kind of stuff. So um, in, in uh, a new series I have coming out, the, the building series that's coming up, I'm really excited about it. I haven't talked to you about it. I've been talking a little bit about it on Instagram, but like I'm super excited about that <laughs> because um, one of my guests talks a lot about cash on cash return. And and I really think that it's valuable to know what are you going to have to invest to get your money back out? Um, so that's a, a good thing to be thinking through and having to present that to other people and let them say no to you or ask you more questions, like harder questions, because eventually you may find that, oh, that's really not a good idea right now. Um, so like I said, starting in October gives you the time to really flesh that out. Um, okay, so then the next the next thing I have is um, ask yourself how many streams of income you have right now. And I would write them down because, well, for one, like if you have one that makes more than another one or it's a passive income thing, um, that you've already set up that maybe was from a previous year that's kind of nice and it's, it's good to just see here's where I've been and also like the next question is are there any additional income opportunities you need to pursue active or passive and I think that those are good because it's it's just helpful to think like do I need to to set up a bunch of stuff this year to make another passive stream of income um I'm not a huge fan, quite honestly, of all of these people on the internet bragging about passive income for like what they do. I think it's great that they they did they did that. But the get rich quick aspect of it is really frustrating to me and leads a lot of entrepreneurs astray. So um, just keep that in mind. When I say passive income, I don't mean what get rich quick scheme can you 
pursue this year it's like no what are you going to do to actually set something up so that it does function on its own without you putting a lot into it Um, and there's lots of ways you can do that but reality is most passive income opportunities take a significant amount of capital investment or time okay so just think about that all right so then the next question is how has my physical health fared this year Were there any issues you had due to work? How are you doing overall? Do you have a mental health concern? What's that looked like this year? And then you need to evaluate how can I be prepared for next year? Are there changes that I need to make? And I really think this is important because especially if you've been working on a project or whatever in your business that is like literally sucking the life out of you or it's giving you a hard time sleeping at night, um, you're stressed out, if you have thrown up this year over it, (laughs) like that is very stressful. And is that really a good long-term fit for your future? Because if it's something that has been doing that to you, um, that's taking years off of your life. And I just think overall, like holistically, it's really important to understand what's going on with your body and how you can plan for the next year to actually be successful. Because the worst thing is to be so physically incapable due to like a stress or to something that just happens to you. Um, due to like quite honestly like poor eating because you were working so much you didn't eat healthy or whatever and and now you're going to have all of these physical health problems that are going to complicate things so really take that into account as you're setting your goals it's really important to have physical goals financial goals goals for rest and overall growth goals as well as strategic planning for risk goals and so I, f- I feel like that's a, a pretty healthy gamut. Um, but if you have a family and you have a lot more things going on in your life, then I actually do have a download, like a downloadable resource specifically for family run businesses or one of you has a business and you want to set your goals as a couple. Um, there's one that I have. It's a template. I print it off every year and I fill it out. I actually have it on my website now so you can download it if you want it. Um, and that's just at www.businesstalksistergawk.com forward slash goals. So G-O-A-L-S. And I had a lot more to talk about in this episode in terms of specific questions and how to set um, specific goals around like sales and all that kind of stuff. And I'm going to get into those into the next episode because it looks like we're out of time. But The other thing I would say (laughs) is I'm going to share a gawk with you before I let you go. So this year, we took time off in October to set goals for our family and uh, for my business. And my husband and I, we always try to fill out the questionnaires beforehand. And we go on our own um, like kind of date or whatever for the weekend to, to really go through and honestly evaluate hey, this is how I'm feeling about this. This is what I'm seeing, Um, like all that. So we got childcare. We went on a weekend retreat to do this. And um, so it kind of went sideways. (laughs) 
Um, so the first way it went sideways is that we decided to sell our house and we needed to close on our house right away. And over that weekend, <laughs> oh, this is a two-part story. I'll tell you the rest of the story in the next episode. Anyway, so we went out to dinner. We decided we were going to review some stuff while talking and in, in just eating food, whatever. And it started off really well. And then um, we realized that this was probably the only time we had until the closing date of our house that we had to get rid of this piano. <laughs> and so in the middle of everything, we just decided to take a break, which I would not recommend doing. You should definitely like try to isolate yourself and do your goals in a weekend. Like, <laughs> But we did not. And um, so here we are loading this piano onto a trailer. Um, and just lo and behold, like, our um, realtor comes and she ends up talking to us for a while and then she's like oh are you guys going to the dump and we're like yeah we have to take this piano and then all of a sudden she just starts coming out with all this other stuff (laughs) she's like would you mind taking this to the dump too (laughs) and I was just laughing so hard because I'm like oh whatever sure go ahead (laughs) like put it on the trailer and so um yeah and just just gonna throw it out there that like I helped lift a piano okay like that was actually pretty impressive for me (laughs) anyways okay the story gets worse but I will tell you next week uh, as we pick up the rest of the goal planning and if you enjoyed this episode and the advice we were talking about give it a review on your favorite platform whether it's Spotify Apple Podcasts and I will see you in the next episode